0: great gift, Maybe the greatest gift you have ever been given is the ability to choose, to say yes or no, to decide my life will go in this direction or will go in that direction. And yet far too often we live what the Swiss physician Paul Ternier called automatic lives, running on default autopilot. There was a commercial back in the day where a person has a moment of truth that says, I could have had a V8 instead of just this ordinary breakfast drink that I had. And of course, uh, that's a profound tragedy in human life. I could have been this kind of father, could have been this kind of pastor, could have been this kind of person, could have been this kind of friend. All the thoughts that I might have had, the deeds that I might have done, the words of blessing that I might have spoken, the man that I might have become, all of that just gets lost because I'm just, not because I choose to go the wrong direction, I just live on autopilot. So, we're going to do a series now called Choosing Well to be able to locate where are those places in my life that I might make a decision that might really have impact, that might make me, help me to become a different person with the help of God. And our guide in this is going to be this Swiss physician, Paul Tournier. He's been called the most influential Christian physician of the 20th century. So today, I want to tell you a bit about Paul Tournier's life and why we're going to use him as our guide. He was born in Geneva, Switzerland in 1898. Nancy and I actually just spent an afternoon in his archives in the home in which he grew up. His dad, Louis Tournier, was a poet and a great preacher in St. Peter's Cathedral in Geneva, which had been the home church of John Calvin, the basically birthplace of the Protestant Reformation in the French-speaking world. But Paul Tournier's dad died when he was three months old. And his mom died a few months after a few years after that. So Paul Turnier was raised in this home where Nance and I sat by his uncle, Jacques Ormond. Very wealthy family, but Jacques and his wife had lost their own children, and so there was a great deal of grief and sadness. And Paul Turnier grew up feeling unwatched, uncared for, unloved, deep wounds in his own life. One of the things that we're learning together in the fellowship of the withered hand is that our wounds, our scars, my inability to do it on my own becomes something that can be redeemed by God and used by God in my life with other people and my relationship with you. And Paul Ternier found this. He spent his life then looking for uh, what is deep and real and true and meaningful in other persons. In 1932, he joined uh, folks called the Oxford Group, and you might remember, they're the people out of whom Alcoholics Anonymous and the 12 Steps flowed. Tournier, as it turns out, dedicated his first book to Frank Buckman, who was the founder of that group. Uh, Tournier was uh, called by actually one French writer the founder of Alcoholics Anonymous because of his influence on the Oxford Group's very small world. And, the connections among people who follow Jesus and are concerned about personhood are profound. Although Turnier became a doctor, what he discovered was somehow when he met with people, when he would become interested in them and try to understand who they actually were, healing took place that was actually greater, more profound, more mysterious than when they were offered pills or surgery. And so he kind of invented his profession. He was never formally trained as a therapist, although he studied Freud and Jung and others. But over time, he would simply meet with people and seek to understand them and bring them into the presence of God. And he writes this. This is from his book, The Meaning of Persons. The great question in life is, who am I really myself? It is a question which haunts each one of us, whether we are aware of it or not. It is there in every consultation I give. It is there for the person who comes to see me and for me as well. This frank and living contact with people is the very substance of my professional life. It is for me, quite as much as for the person who consults me, a means of discovering myself. I seek to attain it Not only in my consulting room, but all the time, in every meeting with another person, in my own family, with my friends, in conference, and on holiday. In a manner of speaking, I occupy a privileged observation post. The majority of those who come to see me have made up their minds to reveal themselves to me more openly than they ever have revealed themselves before. They tell me things they have never dared to tell anyone else. It's not just them that I must try to discover, but the human person in each of them, shorn of the deceptive appearances under which it so easily masquerades in everyday life. And so this is the choice that I want to talk about today from Paul Ternier. As I walk through the day, as you walk through the day, look for the person um That human being of great worth to God, underneath all of the masks and the superficiality of human appearances. In his book, The Meaning of Persons, Paul talks about the difference between the person and what we might call the persona. Things that we see on the surface. How attractive is this person? How young or old are they? How beautiful or ugly in the world's eyes are they? How educated are they? How useful might they be to me? Is their ethnicity familiar to me? What is their IQ? We look at all those things and we judge people in that way, but underneath that he says there is a person. And one of the things that made Paul Tournier remarkable to people was that He communicated equal value that was extraordinary on each person that he had conversation with, not because he was trying to come across as a nice guy, but because he saw that in people. My friend Sam brought folks to meet with Tournier back in the mid-80s, 35 years ago. And he said people would ask him a question. Paul Tournier had a brilliant mind. He could answer any question. What's the Trinity? Will my dog be with me in heaven in three minutes? But he also had a way of dealing with each person and honoring them. My friend Kim went to Switzerland around the same time with a group of students from Wheaton College, and she was struck by that same truth about Turnier. So the choice today, the decision that you and I have to make is, when I see other people, will I look beyond what is superficial and see the person that God prizes underneath them? When Paul's writing to the church at Corinth in Second Corinthians chapter five, he says he writes, to help them have an answer for people who take pride only in what is seen. That's superficial ale. How how attractive, how old, how smart, resume, ethnicity. And do not regard what is in the heart. Paul says, We used to, therefore, we will regard no one according to the flesh anymore. What does it mean to regard somebody according to the flesh? Well, it means I just see what is there superficially on the surface. How are they prized in the economic commodity school that is life in this world? I'll regard no one like that anymore once I regarded Christ in this way. But, but now I won't look at anybody in this way. I will now look at everybody through the lens of Jesus through which God sees the great value and worth of every human being. I had lunch yesterday with a friend, Erman, and he told me his quite remarkable story. He grew up scarred, uh, literally, physically, and in quite a lot of poverty. His, his parents were not around, so he was raised by his great aunt and his great uncle, and his life was going in real, real bad directions. And uh, when he was in 10th grade, his teacher at a teacher's meeting was saying, I can't handle this guy. And another woman said, you give him to me. And Herman at that point in desperation as a 10th grade student had been crying out to a God that he did not really know. "Uh, I don't know what to do with my life. He went to his new class with his new teacher that asked for him. She told him to wait outside and he says she shoved him up against the locker. This is back in the day. She was a very tough teacher. He said the rumor was she carried a gun in her trunk. She shoved him up against the locker and she said, you come into my class and if you start acting the fool, I will kill you. Now, that's not the kind of comment that a teacher would likely be making in this day, but it kind of got through to Herman. And he went into the class, and she asked a question, and he raised his hand, and uh, she called on him, and he was going to say the kind of smart-ass thing that he always said, but instead he found himself giving the correct answer to her question. And she said to him, in front of all of those students, Herman, if you will go home and devote yourself to studying and not play the fool, you could be somebody. And that single teacher who looked at him and saw the person underneath the persona, underneath that cocky, foolish, brazen, I just want to make everybody laugh, I want to go down the wrong roads, I want to be a rebel, the person who saw what God and spoke to that person changed his life. And he went on to win academic awards, taught preaching at Harvard Divinity School, has this extraordinary ministry today. All day long, we come in contact with human beings who were made by God for whom Jesus died. Choose really wisely, choose really well. Today, God, would you help me when I look at people, not just gaze on the surface, Not just say, oh, this one is important or attractive or potentially useful. This one I can dismiss. This one's not very interesting. This one's not very gifted. Oh, God, save me from that. I could be a person who sees other human beings the way that God does. When I get to the end of my life, other people might say about me that I looked into them and I saw worth and I communicated value and I was generous and I gave. I know, I know, I know that's what I want. God help me. God help you. That's part of the meaning of persons. Choose well. See you next time. Thanks for joining us here at becomenew.me. You can join the conversation on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram. If you'd like to receive the daily emails that go along with each video, let us know at becomenew.me at gmail.com. Or if you want prayer, you can text us at 855-888-0444. We'll see you next time.